everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chats with My Daughter. My name is Ella, and this is my mom. Hi, I'm Kathy. So how's your week been so far? Uh, well, just had about the craziest weekend with, um, you know, your brother being in soccer and yep. football. We went to go see Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that musical? I thought that Dear Evan Hansen was so good, and... I really left like satisfied. You did. What would what grade would you give it? Um, like an A plus 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 plus. Ooh, <laughs> I give it an A. I'm gonna take out all the pluses because although I think the music is phenomenal and the singers were amazing, there's something unsettling about the main character. He's kind of unlikable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I I can't a hundred percent root for Evan Hansen. Yeah, because, yeah. like, he's so, he digs himself in a hole. He, and, and he just won't stop lying. I'm like, mm-hmm. stop! You're stressing me out. You're giving me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I um, give him an A++, though, because they were really good. And even though his character's annoying, he did a good job at making it annoying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was great. That's why I said the actors and the singing were amazing. But I just have a hard time rooting for that character. Um, <laughs> and then also... We have a foster kitty. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Brady. Oh, he's adorable. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. But he's sucking up some of our time, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so smelly, and he has, like, <laughs> poop crumbs everywhere. That's the truth, Ruth, but he's a little orange fluff ball, which is <laughs> adorable. Adorable. So cute. So, happy Monday, everyone, and happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Fun. Uh, We decided to make this episode all about love and Valentine's Day. Ella, you did some research about what is Valentine's Day and why did it start and why do we celebrate it and what's going on here? Okay. So basically, we all know Valentine's Day is on February 14th. And um, we use that day to celebrate having like a loved one or getting up the courage to give someone a valentine mm-hmm. um and uh i actually did watch a youtube video to learn all the facts because reading for me sometimes gets a little boring i hear that so it was called their youtube channel was called colossal cranium oh okay and so this is basically kind of some background knowledge on how it started so a long time ago like we're talking ad there were several valentine saints okay like several Wait, when you say we're talking A.D., you mean, like, currently we're in A.D.? <laughs> no. Yeah. Because it says 269. Okay, AD. 269 A.D. was, like, you know, 1,800 years ago or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, B.C. We're, is Wait, before. we're in A.D.? We're in A.D. Like, why'd they say... I don't know. That's weird to say A.D. Yeah. Well, Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that it was that. Okay. But there were several... Still a very long time several ago. Several Valentine saints. Oh. And... So that's why it's kind of, that's where kind of the history blurs on the lines of Mm -hmm. which one it's named after. But many people believe that it's named after St. Valentine of Rome, Mm. who did die in 269 AD, and I know that's what they said. And basically there was this man named Claudius II, and he was kind of the leader, and he said that um, single men were better soldiers. So he outlawed marriage for young men. Wow. And St. Valentine, his job was to, like, marry people. He was, um, like, a priest okay. who married people. And he still, even after he had outlawed it, um, St. Valentine still continued marrying young couples. A rebel. 
and he did get caught and executed. Oh, jeez, Louise. But many people think that we have we got our name after him because even after he like con- he was like you can't marry if you're that young. Like he continued the love and he kept the thing the love going. So that's why it's named Valentine's. Okay. That's what people think. Okay. And the date because of why it's on February fourteenth. Oh yeah, why? Is because there was there used to be an old Roman holiday called Lupercalia. Okay. Which never was, heard of that. It was a um, day long and it was dedicated to love and fertility Aww. on February fifteenth each oh, year. Okay. And at that time, more people were becoming Christian. Okay. So um, Lupercalia did get outlawed oh. because like there was just something against it that wasn't like really Christian. Okay. But instead, it was replaced with a church-approved holiday the day before February 15th, which is why it's on February 14th. And it kind of blended with Valentine's Day. And it kind of evolved to um, be a cherished holiday Mm -hmm. that many people um, use to celebrate love. I wonder when we started with the whole everyone in the class gets a Valentine yeah. thing. That's that's mm-hmm. you know this reminds me a little bit of the research we did about Halloween and how it just evolves well, through the years and becomes more and more and commercial. The video, the video was, and I can't say that I can believe everything on YouTube. Sure, but the video was kind of confusing because it was saying separate things on how it got its name and its date. Well, I think so like, I think that's just to show you that we haven't always kept the best historical records. <laughs> we you just know. kind of blended it. Yeah, and especially something that's you know almost two thousand years old or whatever. I mean, who who's got that book? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, thank you for that, Ella. Yes. That was a nice little introduction mm-hmm. to Valentine's Day. So I did more research on love. I went with like the love aspect of things. Oh. And so I first went on to a website called parentandteen.com, and they talked about six ways to show your teenager love. Wow. So I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> and um, these are their suggestions for being basically a supportive parent. You tell them I love you. Do you feel like I say I love you enough? <gasps> oh, good. I feel like you say it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, see the best in them. So... Don't base it on their behavior or what they produce. Like, you you know, conditional love is a no-no. So you don't want to be like, you got a D in math? I don't love you anymore. Mm-hmm. Try not to do that. But, you know, Ds in math do make me mad. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, keep them safe. And that's probably the one that teens don't understand very well, that we show you love by giving you boundaries and setting Actually, goals. then I don't agree with that. You don't agree with that? Well, if you want to show your teen love, your teens have to understand it. So keeping them safe, they don't really understand it that well. Right. I think that's part of it, though, is communication. You have to say. And I try to do that with you. Like when you say, and we've said this almost every episode, can I get Snapchat? And I say, honey, you don't need an app that the pictures disappear 30 seconds later. That's just asking for trouble. You kind of understand the boundary, right? Mm-hmm. And you understand that it's because I love you? <laughs> yes? Yeah. Yeah. So that's me showing my love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm supposed to help you. Pre- I'm supposed to help prepare you to navigate the world. So, you know, teach you new things and show you how to do things by yourself. Right? That's yep. still love. 
Um, be there for your teenager and um, help them, you know, like help with the homework. That's an easy one example. That's not an easy one. I, I think your homework's gotten pretty hard. I mm -hmm. almost can't help you anymore. But also, you know, take you places that you need or want to go or whatnot. Yeah. Do you have anything to add about showing your parents love? Um, like, sometimes I don't even know, but someone, like, maybe a teacher told me, like, just, even just asking your parents, like, if they need any help with anything, mm -hmm. that can really help them, like, feel appreciated without having to ask you to do something. And I feel like most of the time, it's a win for kids, because when you <laughs> ask your parents if they need any help, they usually say no, but then if you don't ask them, they usually ask you to do something. Yeah, no, I, I think psychologically you're correct. Just being <laughs> asked, I'm much more likely to be like, oh, you're so sweet, but no thank you. But if I'm not asked and I'm just sitting there folding laundry by myself, then I'm like, no one's going to help me. You know, it, it's definitely like this reverse psychology or yeah. something. I don't know. Um, but uh, I kind of love your teacher for giving you that advice. That was mm -hmm. a good one. The second thing I did was I went into our website called verywellmind.com and it was talking about the five love languages. I think we kind of touched on the love languages back a long time ago when we had Aunt Peggy on. Do you remember at all talking about love languages? Um, I don't really have that good of a memory. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, and I don't know how in depth we talked, but it was talking about, we were talking about like, um, you know, people dipping into your bucket and filling your bucket and that kind of stuff. And so that goes a little bit with love languages because it's the things that you appreciate or that make you feel loved, okay? Sure. So the five things that this guy, his name's Gary Chapman, he's a PhD in something. Okay. Uh, he wrote a book in 1992 called The Five Love Languages. They are words of affirmation. So what would be a word of affirmation? Like, you got this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like boosting them. Boosting them, yep. Quality time, which would be undivided attention. So is hanging out and you looking at TikTok quality time? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, physical touch. So like snuggles and hugs <laughs> and acts of service, which is kind of what you just said, right? Asking if you can help or yeah. just doing something helpful, which you're really good at that one. You know, you're, you're good at just being like... Oh, mom, I, I knew you were um, taking a shower and trying to get ready to go, so I emptied the dishwasher for you or something. That's, yep. I love that one. And then gifts. So giving or receiving gifts is an act of money, love. Money, Not money necessarily, <laughs> but like just something to show you were thought of. Mm -hmm. So I was reading this and I was like, I mean, I think they're all my love language. Yeah. What do, what do you think? Like what's your big love language of those five? Probably words of affirmation and um, gifts. Gifts? You like yes. to give gifts or receive I, gifts I, or I, both? Well, I like, to, I'm, I like to receive gifts, obviously, but I like giving them because, like, when you don't really know how to say it, you can just give it to them. Uh-huh. And also, like, it makes me feel like I have a gift when I give someone else a gift. Yes, totally. Because so, I get, like, excited when they open it. So it's funny because... I would say I am also really into giving gifts. It's just like, I feel like it makes me thoughtful and it can show that I thought of that person. And I, I kind of pride myself on giving good gifts and being thoughtful. 
But I took the quiz. There was a little quiz like to say, what is your love language? And um, gifts was my least of what I wanted to receive. So uh, mine were pretty well equal, like equal-ish. Was yours um, physical touch? No. What? My number one was acts of service after this quiz. Mm. And I would agree with that. So like... Actually, I kind of... I feel like I feel like it's just like like you just appreciate even like the little things that people do to help you. A hundred percent. Especially like when it comes to your dad. I mean... <laughs> Seriously, just the other day, I came home and he's like, I walked the dogs and, um, you know, we're having trouble with our Peloton tread. Mm-hmm. He's like, I called the customer service for Peloton for you. And I was just like, oh, Did they do thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, I don't know. That's a longer story. But um, <laughs> so acts of service. I, yes, I really appreciate. I, I thought yours was going to be physical touch because you like hugs. So quality time and physical touch tied for number two for me. Mm. So yes, you know, spending time together. I do. You're right. I love being yeah. hugged. I and... definitely, I like physical touch and quality time, but like, I think, I don't know what really what my number one is. I have to take the you quiz. You should take the quiz. So number three or four or whatever, depending on how you do the quality time, physical touch thing, were words of affirmation. Mm. So I do like being told, hey, you look pretty today, or I like that color of lipstick, but I don't need that as much as I need the other things. Mm -hmm. And then receiving gifts was the lowest at 10%. So they put it in percentages. So Uh, mine were like 37%, 20%, 20%, 13%, but I, I, you know, I don't know if they rate it the opposite way, because if... If I had to do it the opposite way, it'd probably be a tie between giving gifts and giving hugs and kisses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting, and we should have you take the test. It would be a different test for you, I think, though, because mine was like the first question was, "Do you have a romantic partner?" Oh. And, and you're, and I think you even say if you're an adult or a teen. Oh, so okay. you would have to say like, "I'm a teen," and da 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 da. Um. All right. So moving on. I then went to a website called grownandflown.com. <laughs> yep. Which I had heard of Grown and Flown, but I didn't realize they also had a book, which now I'm kind of curious about it because it's a grown and flown, like raising teenagers. You know, they're growing. You want them to fly yep. the okay. nest. <laughs> Jeez, that was a little snippish. Anyway, they had some advice about love for teenagers. Why are you making that face? Um, I'm licking my teeth. Oh, have you ever been in love? Nope. Do you love anyone? Mm-hmm. Who? You. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, well, when you fall in love with a partner instead of your mom or dad, um, here's their advice. Don't lose yourself in that person. So do you know what that means? Like, don't change yourself? Yeah. Don't, like, like say, yeah, I'm going to quit dance because... Um, Joe Schmo has baseball every Tuesday when I have a dance and I need to go watch him play. Mm-hmm. Don't lose yourself. Don't chase love. What do you think that means? Like, basically what it means, like, don't try to have someone love you. Like, let them come to you. Yeah, yeah. And, and it should be pretty equal, the effort, mm-hmm. don't you think? Um, I think when you're in a long-term relationship, it's going to ebb and flow. There will be times where one person's putting in more effort and another person's putting in less effort. But especially in the beginning, it should be pretty equal. Is long distance just a slow breakup? 
Not always. <laughs> what what made you say that? Someone or no on a TV show said that. Oh, I think it can be, and I think especially when you're very young, like yeah. when you have a boyfriend and. But lots of people do like have a warm relationship. They do. They and I had a long distance relationship with Daddy. No, we did end up breaking up for a while, <laughs> but but um, I would say that could be somewhat true. Like when you're in high school and you go off to a different college than your boyfriend. Oftentimes, a slow breakup, right? Yeah, because you start... you're just holding. It's kind of like chasing love. Like you're holding on, but like you just. Mm. Well, it's time. Ta- college is a time to like meet new people and experience mm-hmm. new things, and so that's. Can I ask the next one? Yeah. Okay, so then you have to speak up because communication is huge, mm-hmm. and um, oh, <laughs> and you have to like not try to change to someone change someone right i read that wrong no that's okay so don't change someone so what does that mean like you don't want to force them into doing like kind of like how you said like you don't want to quit dance on yourself Mm -hmm. don't make them quit baseball right for you yes a hundred percent part of them yeah exactly and i liked your your point about speaking up because communication is huge Mm -hmm. Um, this one says, you show people how to treat you. What do you think that means? Like, have boundaries and kind of set an example and, like, set a bar of where you're at in the relationship. I agree. So, um, I think show people how to treat you is a little bit related to speak up. Mm -hmm. So, like, if someone were to be like, ugh, Eli, hate it when you do your hair like that, you could be like, um, well, that was rude, so don't talk to me that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is, um, you're teaching that person that you're not going to put up mm-hmm. with certain ways, but you're also speaking up, right? Yeah. And I also think treating someone kindly encourages them to treat yeah. you kindly. I think you should speak up in a relationship, but also, like, think before you speak, too. Yes. Because some people are really overprotective in their relationship. Yes. And so, like, you might just want to before you like speak up which I know sometimes in some cases you should speak up Mm -hmm. but before you think about saying like can you stop like being friends with this one girl because I feel like you guys are flirting or something like yeah think about it first and like have an actual conversation like don't lead the conversation let them have a say in it too wow that was (laughs) really good advice and I think that's a really like relevant relevant thing like I I Mm -hmm. think that happens a lot in middle school and high school where you get jealous of you know on TV shows all the time you're right like like in Real Housewives or something (laughs) well well, that but also just like in I mean you know you're in a time of your life where you're surrounded by other people all the time Mm -hmm. you know as you get older it's more like these are my people from work these are my friends you're gonna run into less people um what about this one? What does this one say? Don't put your life on hold waiting for the right person. What do you think that means? So I think it means um, to like not... I feel like it all kind of connects together. It does all connect together. I agree with you. But don't like drop everything just for one relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put time into everything. Like put some time into relationships, some time into dance. Yes. Some time into your family. Some yes. time into your school. Yes. Like live life to your fullest yes and I also think it means that if and when you are single don't wait to do things till you have a boyfriend don't be like oh I wanted to go see that romantic comedy but I don't have a boyfriend 
Go by yourself. I don't. I'm not gonna go to the prom since I don't have a date. Exactly. Go. Go with your girlfriends. Take that trip alone. Take that trip with some girlfriends. Take that trip with your mom. You know, <laughs> don't don't wait until you have a partner because it, it's just so important mm-hmm. to love yourself. Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds. So the next one says learn from every relationship. So that's like assuming that you know your first few relationships aren't gonna be your last. You're gonna <laughs> also, have more. Like, don't be afraid to experience. Like, or experiment like also don't throw yourself into a relationship but don't like also be so like locked in on one mm-hmm. just like kind of have the mindset of like I really like this person but there's so many other people out there and there's probably so many other relationships that I'm gonna be in yeah I, and I feel like part of the relationship you know like part of part of being in a relationship is experimenting like you have to experiment with other relationships before you just choose one. Well, it, it, you're right. It is hard to know what you like when you've had nothing. Yeah, you know? and that's why I think it's kind of hard for me because, like, whenever I have crushes and then they like me back, I kind of start to not like them. Yes. Because I feel like if we both like each other, then I'm not going to be able to like anyone else. So, like, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. No, I don't think that's weird. I think that's super practical. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're really in love, you get less practical. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So that just tells me you haven't been in love, which is fine True. and normal for a 12-year-old. Um, but, like, I feel like if I, like, that's why I feel like sometimes if I like someone and they like me back, then, like, I feel like I'm stuck in with one person. Yeah. I think I that's a common... Be- fear too mm-hmm. of and so that means you're not ready like that's why marriage is a big thing because absolutely then you're kind of done yeah experimenting well you better be done <laughs> <laughs> um that's why i have said to you before you know your 20s are for you don't rush into marriage or permanent things because you need to exactly what you said experiment and experience and i think you as a human are going to change so much in the next 12, mm-hmm. 13, 14 years that you don't even know who you're going to be at age 25. Yeah. Please don't get married at 22, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, unless there's a circumstance where you want to get married at 22. What circumstance would you want to get married well, at 22? I don't know. There might be some listeners that did. And Oh, true. And I'm knows? not trying to offend anyone. I'm just giving my own advice. Yeah. There are many marriages that start at 22 that work out great, but there are a lot more that do not and I think the reason is is because their brain is still developing yes my queen and also you want to be with someone who makes you laugh and make you feel good about yourself yes so you have to make sure that you find like a person that like kind of has some of the same views as you and interests as you and someone you can kind of relate with yeah and not just someone I mean maybe sometimes opposites can attract. Yeah, I think like, sometimes things can balance yeah, each other out. You have to have some joy in a, like you have to have joy in a You have to. It's not not like some, like you have to have yeah, joy. And, and laughter to me mm-hmm. is the biggest evidence of joy. And the last thing that this person wrote on this website was It might not work out. It might not work out. And that her quote is nothing in life is certain, but other their experiences and people who are worth the risk. So that yeah. is basically saying don't go into it going, it might not work out. Like, keep that in mind so you're not, like, dating someone and immediately thinking about all the children you're going to have and the house <laughs> you're going to buy. But, you know, 
realize that this guy might break my heart, but I, I think this will be fun. Let's mm -hmm. try this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's something of value too, yeah. you know? Like don't just think about preparing for the heartbreak and stuff. Yeah. Just like enjoy it while it lasts. Exactly. There's <laughs> a lot of risks in life that yep. we just take. Um, so I thought this was funny. The same website said dating today goes in three phases. Stalking, which means looking at someone online, like on Instagram or mm -hmm. what, like TikTok or something. Stalking. Talking. Are you talking with anyone right now? <laughs> <laughs> Ella. Maybe. Maybe. So you're in phase two. You're in the talk. Did you stalk him first? Did he stalk you first? Mm -mm. Did you stalk him first? Mm -mm. We no. didn't stalk each other. But you did kind of. We were of... talking before we were talking. Oh, you were talking. <laughs> but didn't you kind of, kind of meet on TikTok? No. I thought you mm -hmm. had seen his nope. TikTok. No? You met nope. in real life. Yep. And then you started talking and stalking. No. We are not been stalking <laughs> each other. That's weird. That's the lingo on this, this website. That's not true. And then after talking is hanging out. Are you hanging out with this guy? No. Actually, I don't know. Well, because they, they said that <laughs> oh, you're... Oh, she's getting embarrassed, folks. They said your generation rarely uses the word dating and even more rarely uses the word, like, boyfriend or girlfriend. Is that mm -mm. true? Do you know anyone who has a boyfriend or girlfriend? And they say mm -hmm. that? They say this they is my boyfriend. They say I'm dating. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so <laughs> I'm wrong? Or he'll say, like, will you date me? Really? Yeah. Like, what, what point is that when you've been talking, stalking, and hanging out for a while? It's after you've been talking, you say, like, well, you date me, and then you're in a relationship. But do you, what about the hanging out part? That's like hanging out outside of school. Yeah. I know you haven't done that yet, because I haven't driven you anywhere yet. But you want to hang out. <laughs> no, I went to ice cream. Oh, that's right. You did. And what? Just come on. Just move along? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, yeah. Ella's talking to someone. Big news. All right. Um, <laughs> here are some fun reminders. When you are in a relationship, be aware of your social media. Um, it's funny. I used to work with somebody, and even though she was in her 30s, she would still post, like, I'm in a fight, and I don't like him anymore. And then the next day, I love him so much. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> chill. So be aware of your social media. Be kind. Don't you think that's important in a relationship? Yep. Yep. Uh, be careful with private info. So, whoa, don't fall over. So, you know. Yeah, and also don't, don't put, like, put trust into your relationship, but not too much because you never know when it could backlash. Absolutely. So, like, don't tell them all your secrets unless you, like, fully trust them. A hundred percent. Even with, like, best friends. I agree. Like, if you so... tell them all of your secrets, it might backfire on you. So just be careful. I think so much of this love talk translates with friendships. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And um, also, I feel like one of the steps that should have been for, like, about love mm -hmm. is after last, like, don't be weird about it. You mean after it ends? Mm -hmm. I mean, after, not, not after it lasts, after it ends. After it ends, Because, like, yeah. you have to make sure that you're not, like, weird about it or, like, rude about it. Like... Again? I feel, like, I feel like that's easy advice to give, so hard to take. Yeah, but... Like, I don't know. What? I just want to stay friends with people. I know. I love that in theory. I just think sometimes it's hard to do. Yeah, actually, it's kind of hard to do. <laughs> it's really awkward. Although my older brother 
has always been really good at staying friends with his exes. I'm not sure how he does it. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. Shout out. Shout out. I'm not good at that. Um, <laughs> if you don't feel valued or appreciated, it's time to walk away. Yep. And um, leave. Leave. Be mindful of consent. What does that mean, Ella? Be <laughs> no mind- idea. You don't? Actually, I have no idea. Uh, well, what is consent? I don't know. You don't know what the word consent means. No. Consent means basically permission. So you don't... Oh, yeah. I yeah. kind of know that. Yeah. So it doesn't... Be mindful of permission? Yeah. What? So if someone is giving you a kiss... Oh, yeah. And you kiss them back, I would say that's consent, right? Mm-hmm. But if they then start reaching to take off your shirt and you say, ah, no, thank you. I'm not ready for that. That would be you don't have consent. Mm -hmm. So. Well, and also like, okay, I feel like it's also, some of these are like easier to say than do. Yes. 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 I feel like most people should be like, can I kiss you or something? But it's also so weird to say, Mm -hmm. can I kiss you? So I feel like it's easier to just reach in for it. Right. I think there's a cute way to say, can I kiss you? Um. Can I kiss you? No, you could say, I really want to kiss you right now. That's so cringy and ugly. Saying I really want to kiss you right now? Well, that's like disgusting. I kind of think it's cringy to be like, may I please give you a kiss? (laughs) Because like, I don't know. It is weird. It is a little weird, but that kind of takes the romance out of it a little bit if someone's like, can I please give you a kiss? Don't you think? I guess, but like. But you're right, that is consent. I really want to give you a kiss right now. It's like a movie. Yeah, I like that part of the movie. (laughs) Are we done? We're almost done. The last thing I did was I listened to another Life Kit podcast. Of course you did. You love podcasts. I love podcasts. And look at us now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And they just gave, like, four pieces of advice of falling in love smart. So basically saying... You know, fall with the person who makes you feel good. Fall with the person who makes you feel good. Yep. What else? Date someone who needs your wins. Who respects your wins. Oh. So that would be. Whoops. I know my handwriting's a little bit, but like if you were to say, "Oh my gosh, Joe Schmo, I just wrote an essay for English and it got chosen for a award contest." A what? Contest. Contest. Yeah. Then Joe Schmo should be like, Ella, I am so proud of you. That is awesome. They shouldn't be like, so? I'm a good writer too, right? Yeah, like they should, I feel like even if they're like kind of, they don't understand it, they should be happy for you. Exactly. And like happy, not just happy for you, but happy with you. Yes! God, I love some of the things that come out of your mouth. And then ease into vulnerability. Yeah, and that's what you already said too. Like don't give all your secrets away right away. And then, if you can't be generous and loving, move on. Move on, because you want to be yep. a person that you like, right? Yeah. And and if you're kind of getting yeah. disgusted with yourself, get out. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, that's really all I have to say about love. Do you have any questions about love? Nope. I haven't been in love a whole lot of times, so <laughs> I don't have a ton of experience. But um, are you in love? Am I in love right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love your daddy. And I think I think long-term love is even more special because it it evolves and changes and grows and and it's really really different than just that head over heels yep thing. 
All right. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. We love our listeners, right, Chatters? We love our listeners. You're my Valentine. Oh, thanks. Oh, I don't think I'm your Valentine. (laughs) 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 And Um, you can find us at Chats with My Daughter um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen. And you can find us on... Oh, you can also find us at Chats with My Daughter on Instagram and Facebook. That's correct. I'm feeling very antsy right now. I can tell. You're, like, bobbling around. All right. Say goodbye, Ella. Boy. Bye. Bye, bro.